You should not routinely give your myocardial infarction patients blood transfusions merely to achieve a target hemoglobin. This recommendation comes out of a study reported to the ACC meeting in Atlanta by Vivek Rajagopal, who found an association between transfusions and mortality. During the conference, he told me about his group's study. What we did is we evaluated approximately 4,000 patients with ST elevation myocardial infarction who had already been enrolled in the GUSTO-2B trial. It's a, it's a randomized trial that had been completed several years ago um, comparing heparin to heridin in these types of patients. And we evaluated their characteristics uh, as well as their outcomes according to whether or not they had been transfused. We also performed a uh, multivariate analysis to determine if after correcting for differences in their characteristics you would still see uh, an association of blood transfusion with mortality. What observations did you make? We found not surprisingly that patients who were transfused had uh, significant comorbidities so they were older, um, they were higher risk in the sense they had more likely to have renal insufficiency peripheral vascular disease, more likely to have congestive heart failure. They were sicker people. And not surprisingly, we found that their risk of recurrent myocardial infarction or death by 30 days was higher. A recurrent myocardial infarction occurred in approximately 16% of these patients as opposed to, I think, 4.5%. And death, similarly, was high. It was close to 13% compared to about 5% of patients who were not transfused. So what, if anything, so what, if anything, can be done to avoid the need to transfuse? One thing is to be extremely cognizant of the dosing that we um, provide in terms of our blood thinning medications. There have been studies that have shown that uh, particularly women, those who are, have a lower um, weight, um, oftentimes they are over dosed with medications. And there have been studies that have shown that this has been a chronic problem of, of uh, inappropriate medication doses. So for patients that are higher risk uh, for bleeding because of those characteristics, we need to be particularly cognizant of the doses of medications that we give to them. Um, that's probably the simplest thing that we can do. Are the are the problems, the actual problems which lead to the need to transfuse, um, the real cause of death here, or is it the actual transfusion itself? That's the ultimate question, and unfortunately that's a question that we can't satisfactorily answer with this kind of study. Being an observational study, we can do the best that we can to adjust for differences in characteristics, but oftentimes there are differences some of which are measured, some of which we don't even know about, exist between these patients that we cannot correct for. And therefore, this study can show a correlation, but it cannot prove causation. It cannot prove that giving a blood transfusion is actually going to harm the patient. It can suggest an association and, again, lead us to, to think about further research that should be done. There, so there is a higher risk of mortality in MI patients who have been transfused. What should physicians extrapolate from your findings? I think physicians should be circumspect in their transfusion strategy in the sense that um, transfusing to a goal number um, does not necessarily make sense given all of the data. 
because we don't have definitive evidence from a prospective randomized trial, clinical judgment is going to be absolutely necessary. Uh, for example, if there's a patient who has a hemoglobin of 7 and is having angina after their myocardial infarction, more likely than not, I would transfuse that patient. But if you have a perfectly stable patient doing well who has a hemoglobin of 9, I wouldn't transfuse a patient just to get the hemoglobin above some magic number. Vivek Roger Gopal from the Cleveland Clinic. For Audio Medica News, I'm Sarah Maxwell.